Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Progressive presents Mind Flowness with Flow. Before you lies a beautiful meadow. In that meadow, Progressive Direct has placed its auto insurance rates alongside those of competitors. You select the lowest rate and feel a great sense of calm. A great sense of Compare Progressive Direct rates with competitors' rates so you can rest easy. Visit Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. What's going on, good people? This is PR, and you are now tuned in to the Victor Cruz Show on Winner's Circle Media. What's up, everybody? Uh, Victor Cruz is here. This is my show. As you guys know, Paul Rivera is just here. He gave just, the government too. Wow. Okay. Yeah, he's, he's just here. Uh, What's good, brother? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm uh, uh, unfortunately still unable to play. Uh, unfortunately, I, I recently re-aggravated my calf strain. The good news is that it's not as bad as the last strain, good. so uh, so the, the prognosis may be a faster timeline, but we'll see um, come mon- this coming Monday when, when I get to holler at the doctors and whatnot. Good, good. Man, I know we were all planning, Ron- what up, Ronnie Fide? We were planning um, to head out to Buffalo to see you play, and then we got the note. You sent us a text. It was like, yo, no go. What was that like on when- was it Wednesday, right? It was Wednesday. And you knew Wednesday was like kind of deciding day. Like, yeah, I knew Wednesday was my game day. You know what okay. I'm saying? Wednesday was my Sunday. Like, I knew I had to go out there, prove that I could play. Good catch. We're watching Ole Miss versus Florida. Um, and Florida's, you know, getting in that ass right now. It's yeah. 13 nothing. So if you hear anyone yell, it's just a great play. But go ahead. So Wednesday. So Wednesday, I knew that was my game day, like I said. And I knew I had to go out there. And um, that's a really good Watch catch, actually. Catch. Oh, Miss ain't looking too good. We'll tell at Eli about that one. <laughs> but um, Wednesday, I had to go out there and perform and, and, and really show the coaching staff that I can play, that I'm still, you know, fast. I can burst in and out of my routes without pain or any discomfort. So I'll go to burst and run a route. So what, what, walk us through that day. You, 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 what is it? You with the team? You stretch? What's, Stretching. What's I like? come in that morning. Um, uh, I, we have our meetings, our morning meetings where we install what we're – Putting in for first and second down, all the plays, run plays, pass plays, all that good stuff. And then as the day, as the hours go by, you know we have practice around eleven ish, eleven thirty, something like that. So I'm getting dressed for practice, feeling good, getting dressed, uh, putting my helmet on, putting my shoulder pads on for the first time in a long time. Um, walk out there, warm up. We get you know receivers always kind of go by the jug machine and warm up, get a couple catches in just to warm their hands up and warm their legs up. Stretch, go through the walkthrough, go to the individual period where we are running routes with Eli, running short intermediate routes, and then once we warm up, we run longer routes. And at this point, you're still feeling good. At still the feeling good. Okay. And, and it was, I ran one route, felt good, a little short five yard route, and then I ran a slant route. So the slant route it provides that I stick my foot into the ground and make a sharp cut. Once I stuck my foot in the ground and went to burst and explode, I felt the calf pull again. And it was probably, physically it wasn't the worst feeling because it didn't feel as bad as the first time it happened. But um, but emotionally it was like, damn. Like again, like I felt good. Felt great out here running. I ran two days beforehand. Felt great. Fuck, here I go again. You know what I mean? And you had said, when it happened this time, because the first thing, you know, Ronnie and I asked you on our on our group chat was that you heard it again like last time and your comment was no I just felt it so how was it different from like when you heard it to like this time you just felt it like well, or, or is there a difference there's definitely a difference the first time when I heard it um I could barely walk like I was walking and every step was painful every time I tried to plant and turn to look to the right was painful. I couldn't get up the steps. Like I felt it with every single step. Um, with this one, I only felt it. I didn't feel it walking. I didn't feel it, 
you know, turning to the left, walking to the left, jogging. I felt it whenever I wanted to explode and whenever I wanted to open up or whenever I got on my tippy toes. Whenever I got on my tippy toes to, to burst or do anything of that nature, that's when I felt the pull and that's... And that sucks, you know what I mean? And you shut it down immediately. Like after that, you're like, I just okay, walked right to the trainer because I didn't want to just battle through it right. and, you know what I mean, it hurt it even more. Right. So I just walked over to the trainers and um, I was emotional, man. I mean, it, it, it's it's a lot. Uh, you know, I've been through a lot individually this past year. I've been through a lot as an athlete, as a person. So you you once you feel good and you feel like you're out here and you feel like you made it to the other end, you want to go out there and perform. And the fact that I couldn't do that was uh, emotionally was was pretty pretty disheartening. So what happens, you know, you go, you see the trainer. Um, you go, you see the trainer, and they tell you, hey, okay, look, we're going to shut you down for a little bit, whatnot. Um, how do you leave it in terms of um, – Next step, like what's what happens now? Like, is it a wait and see approach? What happens now? So for me, I feel like <clears throat> I feel extremely optimistic about the next uh, about the next couple of days as well as the next couple of weeks. So Monday, um, well, I got an injection in the calf. It's, it's been public news that I've got this injection, this PRP type of blood transfusion injection. I don't know the doctor words for all that shit. I just go there and listen to them and. And uh, agree with what they say. So I got that injection. What was that like? What was the that wasn't fun. in terms of pain wise. That wasn't. Was that, like? that wasn't fun. I'm not the biggest fan of needles. I asked. <laughs> I specifically asked them if they had a needle that didn't hurt, that wasn't painful at yeah, all. You're like you have the pill version or a lotion. Yeah, like is there a lotion I can take? Is there any way I could, like, <laughs> sec- can I just secrete blood somehow? And you don't have to poke me with anything. Uh, uh, shit. <laughs> and then. Um, so yeah, so I get I get a you know a nurse that it may or may not have been her first time. She may be listening to blood. this podcast. She may be it, listening it, to your show. Vic. She knows who she is. You know? <laughs> uh, and, and she may literally the 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 sample of blood that she took of my arm hurt more than the actual shot to the cap. <laughs> to be honest with you. <laughs> Um, was she looking for the vein? What was going on with the situation? She found the vein. I okay. think she was just. I mean, granted, you're a football player, and you know, let's just. Say I have hundreds of yes. veins. Yes, you can. T- find I can see veins through your hoodie right now. They didn't now. even yeah. need the rubber band. For my <laughs> it was already there. Just go ahead and take it. My mind's cool. <laughs> so she proceeds to do that. She gets it finally after a good six minutes of indecision. She gets it. And then she puts in, she puts the blood in the in the machine where they spin it, blah blah. Take all the white blood, uh, the white blood cells out, so they can re-inject it into my calf. They put that shot into my calf. I'm literally watching. They have a a um, a screen in front of you with with the sonogram, so you can see where the woman is pointing the sonogram, and you can physically see the needle go into your calf, into the affected area. And let the and let the blood go along that line wherever they see the uh, the affected area. So it was pretty cool to see that. Although I was cringing and only looking at it with one eye open because it was, it hurt like crazy. Even though the lidocaine numbed it, but uh, it still hurt. It still hurt like hell. Um, so we said um, next steps are you kind of as a wait and see approach right yes wait and see approach but like I said I feel optimistic I, I truly feel like this is the last leg of the negative things that have gone on to me with my body I feel like I'm finally coming around that tunnel the right knee the patella tendon feels amazing there's been no setbacks with that um, now it's just a matter of getting this calf as healthy as possible as quickly as possible and, um, and then taking it from there social media Oh man! <laughs> Social media. I think you're one of the more active athletes. I won't even say football players. Athletes on social media, um, and you do a great job of giving people kind of a you know fans a glimpse into your life. Whether that's pictures from you at home with your beautiful daughter, um, whether that's you at the training camp facility, um, whether it's you with the family, whether it's you with your friends, whether you know. You give people a, 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 an inside look or a peek behind the curtain. Absolutely. Has that backfired on you at any moment? Um, I, I mean, I don't think so. I think only simply because of the type of comments that I get. Mm-hmm. And they're warranted. I get it. Fans want to see me playing. They don't want to see me 
doing anything that's fashion related. They don't want to see me doing anything that uh, I, I, they want to see me doing those things as long as it comes as a microcosm of me scoring two touchdowns so, per game. So let's so let's talk about that, right? I, there's this, <laughs> and, and it's one of like the things I get. Nice catch again! Ooh. Wow, Ole Miss. Okay, oh, nice catch. Um, it's one of the things I. Uh, I get enjoyment out of to an extent until I see that it gets mean spirited or whatnot. Um, that ball shouldn't even be thrown. Yeah, I mean, it was a great catch. Ole Miss is coming back. Ole Miss is down 13 zip, but they're battling. Um, yeah, so, you know, I always have a great time. I probably, probably keep an eye on your comments more than you do. Dude, I literally <laughs> post pictures and don't even look. I just close my phone. Good. I go, I go save and then I like per- walk you know away. That's actually best for everyone. Um, they light me up. Yeah, I think there's this thing up. like if you post anything that doesn't involve you doing the salsa care. in the end zone, it's a problem. Not even care like they're offended. <laughs> so they almost feel like I I just give no shits. They just well, like well here's here's the thing right I think yeah I think it's they think if you're taking a picture doing anything else it could be you at your dining room table playing dominoes. That's time you could be training. Mm-hmm. You know what? I was going to say, walk us through kind of like what the rehab process and how much actual time you spend with that, but we're not going to do that. I'm going to do something. Okay. I've actually taken a couple of screenshots of some comments you've gotten. In oh, the my last, God. In the last three days. Oh, my God. Are you ready for this? Are you still going to make this coffee table book of like <laughs> all of my comments? It's a great idea. Comments comments this, this is happening. This is 100 happening. So we're not going to say names of who... We're not going to say names of who said the comment. Oh, you want to say the names of who said the comment? I was like, they're at names? Yeah. Nah, nah, nah. Let's leave it. Because I can't guarantee that I won't see them in the uh, street. This is true. This is you, true. Know? you know what? So I'm not even going to tell you who said them. I'm just going to tell you the comments. Okay. And you can either respond. <laughs> you can either respond. Okay. Or just say whatever or just pass. So I'm going to read like just three or four. I'll read one at a time. <laughs> so to give a little context. How many do you have? Oh, I have a lot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's the photo then? Yeah, to give a little context, it's the picture you posted a couple days ago, actually on Thursday, of you playing the piano. Jesus Christ. Mind you, it's a throwback Thursday. Super throwback. Meaning. Years ago. You're not playing the piano right now. Clearly. Okay. Nor do I even know how okay. to play the piano. Let's, so, let's establish that. So I think you made a joke like, hey, found this picture of me playing the piano. Actually, I think I have you coming right here. Hey, guys, got any requests? Um, just found this picture playing the keys, you know. Let's be clear, that is a sponsored Instagram uh, photo. That's so, something that is a part of a contract where I have to post these photos that go up online at a certain day and time. So that's something people have no idea about. No they clue. think you're out here just, you know. But there's a couple hashtags on there that would probably indicate. Uh, I'll tell you right now what they say. It says, just turned up this throwback Thursday of me playing the keys on Hashtag Google Photos. Exactly. What do you find when you search music? Exactly. Right? Okay. So you said any requests. Someone says... (laughs) Someone says... I got a request. Stop playing the fucking piano and get back to what you do best. Catch passes with two hands, please. And... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's so the crazy thing is that's so PG compared to the other shit yeah we're not gonna go ham we're not gonna go ham of course not of course okay. not but I mean yeah I mean that's what fans are gonna say fans are gonna you know what I mean they're gonna vet they're gonna vent and uh, and you know speak their piece but the funny thing is I've always said this the funny thing is the guys that have left these comments the people that have done these posts on my comment section of these photos if I met them in real life, they would retract these statements and they would have a different outlook on what they said to me when they're in my face. Behind the screen, behind their keyboard, they're going to be one type of person. And in front of me, they'll be completely different. Absolutely. Agree. Let's see if we find another one. Um, <laughs> man... <laughs> Man, if you don't get your ass on the field shaking my head, you got us ready to sign old ass Wes Welker. Something ain't adding up. <laughs> See, there's, so there's a fine line between there's a, there's a fine line between venting about what you feel about as as a fan and just searching for searching for a laugh. You know what I mean? Like part of that is true. Don't get me wrong. You want to see me on the field. But the other half is like, you just trying to be funny, dog. Like, So what are we? One more. 
It says, this dude would rather be a socialite than a dominant wide receiver. This is the best part. Shaking my head. No reason why a calf injury should have this dude out still. So I'm assuming he's not a doctor because it doesn't say MD in yeah. his filter or anything <laughs> like that in his handle. You know, you know, I'm not even going to let you comment on that one. Okay. What I will say is this. You know, I've picked three of them because, you know, people commenting. But there definitely are really, you know, amazing Giants fans that are showing love. Um, you know, I will say this one. Prince underscore Mikey82 says, um, do anything to make that leg 100%. Of what it was before I don't want you to get hurt again You're my favorite player You know what I'm saying So there are people Right There are people like that Um, Let me see another one Get better Stay strong I didn't know you played the piano I learned how to play the piano 15 years ago Uh, That's King Rock 1 Yo King Rock Yo I I don't know how to play the piano I swear It was just a cool photo The hotel room had a piano in it And I had to take a photo While I was in that tux Uh, I promise I don't know how to play the piano But Maybe you could teach me, my G. There you go. So, you know, we're talking comments, we're talking people, negative comments and all this stuff. You know, we, maybe not even like step by step, but like what's your rehab process like? Because I think there's this misconception that if you're at a fashion show, that means you're not rehabbing. Exactly. That means you're not taking exactly. your comeback seriously, your health. Can you kind of like talk about that a little bit? So the rehab process is, is definitely grueling. I'm up at 7, 8. I'm not up at 7. I'm up at 6. I get to the facility at 7. This is what, five days a week? This is five days a week. So five days a week, you're up at six at the facility by seven. Yes. Holy shit. Okay. That's the time. You know, those are our treatment time. And if we're late, and mind you, coughlet time is five minutes ahead. <laughs> so you have to be there at 6.55, really. And if you're late, it's $1,500. Oh, uh, is it really? Yeah. And it's not like... 1500 is 1500 Oh, it's okay, solid. It's solid. <laughs> and it's not like... How much money you Oh, and it's not like, oh, we'll send the invoice and you pay it when you want. It comes out of your check. Oh, so before you even... Yeah. yeah okay, they like... Don't, they don't... They want... Yeah. Tuesday and Thursday, want, you showed yeah, up at seven oh one. Yeah, we need oh, that. We okay, need that fifteen. And then, um, so I'm there. We go through the process of you know whether we ice it, whether we warm it up, whether we you know every day is a different day in terms of how we gauge it. I do leg raises, heel, um, calf raises, slide board, groin machine. I'm, I'm still excuse me. I'm still strengthening my right leg from the patella tendon, so I put some time into that. So I'm legit two hours in. To my rehab every single day, 7 a.m. to about 9 a.m. And then we have meetings and we have jog throughs and walk throughs. And then I come back in and do more rehabilitation right before practice. And then during practice, because I'm, you know, battling this injury, I don't I don't get the luxury of going out to practice and watching them practice. So I stay inside and continue to work out, continue to rehab, continue to, to work out in the weight room. And then once I'm done, hot tub, cold tub to kind of replenish my body and get me back to 100 percent. So. Every day I'm in there diligently, you know, to the process of getting back to 100%. And they, they know that. The training staff knows that. The coaching staff knows how, how hard I work. My work ethic has never faltered in any stretch of the imagination. So it's safe to say <clears throat> throughout your rehab process, it's really extra work. So it doesn't give you a pass on the actual team meetings and actual that type of stuff, right? Like you're, you're in there earlier and later probably now than, than the player that's exactly. not injured. Exactly. So granted, I come in at 7. Our first meeting isn't until about 8.30, 9 o'clock. Mm. So I'm in there for two hours before anybody's even there. I mean, there's obviously other guys that are injured that come to treatment as well. But other than that, the full team doesn't come in until about 8.30, 9 o'clock. So these people that are tweeting and posting negative comments probably aren't even up. Exactly. They're not even. They're still dreaming about horses and zebras, man. And I'm up, fully functioning, already on my third set of single leg squats. You know what I'm saying? Um, And you know what? I I say this. You take it. Well, before I say this, you know, what do you say to kind of close out this topic um, to people that feel or say, you know, I've had people tell me comments. I had someone who I won't say the name. Someone we both know said, why are you even doing a podcast Mm -hmm. while you're hurt? And, you know, I think there's this, I won't call it misconception, there's this belief by some people that they feel you shouldn't be doing anything while you're hurt. Like, what's your take? We've discussed this. What's your take on, you know, whether it's a message to those people just in general, like how you're supposed to live your life because you're not playing right now. And uh, it's funny because, you know, at the end of the day, you're still a human being. You still have... 
things that you want to do, things that you aspire to be. And, that, you know, it just so happens that my life, my career uses my body. You know what I mean? And unfortunately, right now, I can't use my body. But that doesn't mean I can't use my mind and use, you know, my influence for other things that I've already have passions for. And I'm not stupid. I understand that, you know, certain things are not to be done because I'm injured and certain things look bad on myself and my organization that I work for if I'm out there doing things because while I'm injured. And I get that. But things like a podcast are my personal, you know, loves, the personal things that I want to do to talk to the people. I have no problems with that. I, I think it's warranted. I think you can do things because you're still a human being. You can do these things. But... For example, the Jimmy Fallon show. Yep. I just did that the other day, and it was amazing. It was an amazing experience. I got to debut my, my first signature shoe. But obviously, there was a moment where I had to address my injury in the show because yeah, so I know— people felt you shouldn't even been there. Exactly. Some right. people, and I told Jimmy, I was like, Let's, I want to talk about this first. <laughs> So my Instagram comments won't be as lit as they as they typically are. Um, but we got it out the way, and those are things. These are passions of mine. My sneaker coming out. That's a that's a moment in 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 history in life, in the Nike culture in their culture from the day they were in in the day of their inception to now. I'm a part of that culture now officially, and that's a moment. Like you grow up wearing Nikes, Jordans, whoever sneakers you're wearing. You, now I have my very own. Nike signature. So, so we're going we're to go into that in a second. So I'll just to close up this last topic, I'll say I give you, you know, we discussed Fallon, you and I, right, mm-hmm. earlier in the day. And, and we talked about, you know, you, you were honest with yourself. You're like, I'm probably going to get killed on social and Wait, all this to, stuff. To keep it real, PR goes, yo, you know they're going to light you up on social media. <laughs> <laughs> you were like, yep, I know. I was like, I'm already aware of that. <laughs> but, but what I said was, right, if you, you know, to keep it 100, I asked you, I said, do you want to do it? Like, is it going to make you happy? Is it something you want to do? And you said yes. And I said, that's all that matters. And I will give you props because two things. One, you're not foolish enough or immature enough to do shit that's not, that's going to jeopardize your health or your comeback or your timetable on coming back to play. So that's one, first and foremost. And then two, you're still living your life. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I know... Athletes and people and famous people that go into a show because of what perception may be or because, hey, I want to do this. And although there's nothing wrong with it, it may look bad. So I'm not going to do that. Exactly. I give you props for, you know, obviously, first and foremost, always being mindful of like making sure you're taking care of your body and making Mm -hmm. sure you're doing everything in your power, you know, to get back quickly. But you're also going to live your life. You also have interests. You also have commitments, you know. So so kudos to you. So you you just talked about our next topic, Fallon, man. How, How did it come about? How long ago was this planned or scheduled? Um, and what was the experience like? Um, Jimmy Fallon was amazing. I mean, I've been on the show two separate times. Uh, Fallon and I... Two I'm, times prior to this time? Two times oh, prior sure. to okay. this time. Um, Fallon and I have a great <coughs> rapport. When we see each other, it's always love. He's a great dude. Hysterical, hysterical person. Um, so it was great to be on his show. It came about about a month and a half ago maybe around the start of the season that I would do this show and they were looking for dates and things like that. And, um, so this show, was, it was set in stone. Parents was booked yes. At least a month ago. At least a month ago. Yes. Right. I think yeah. that's important too. Like people think like, people think I just, he just said this. he's not playing. Why is he doing Fallon? Yeah, I like, scheduled Fallon the same day I announced <laughs> on my cash screen. Yeah. <laughs> right, 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 right. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> so it was scheduled over a month ago. Scheduled over a month ago. And it was to, um, initially it was just to promote the, my documentary. I am giant yep. that comes out on October 30th yep. um, of this year. And, that's what it was for initially. And then once the shoe, once Nike approached us and was like, listen, because there have been so many leaks about the shoe left and right. We're going to talk about like, that in a second. The it shoe. was like, this is the stage where you have the voice and you are able to debut your shoe on a major network television show. One of the most viewed night shows in all of America. And, um, and they gave me that, that, that platform. So I announced the documentary as well as the shoe that night, um, as well as addressing my injury. So... It was a uh, it was a dream come true, man. It was a dream come true, not only for the documentary but for the shoe to have both of those things in one. People will forever link the first shoe with the Fallon show, with that moment. It, it it's a moment that lives 
uh, beyond beyond what, this time. What, what's what's the recording of the show like? I'm asking because I'm just guessing with all the things I'm doing. I'll eventually be on the show, so I just want to prepare myself. Absolutely. What's so you go there it's during the day? Obviously, everyone knows it's not live. Yes, it's not live. Right, um, you're in the green room. Do you meet them before? It's like, a live t- taping. Right. Big but it's time. not a live show at 11:30 right. when it airs at night. Right. Um, I come in. I go into the green room with whoever you know my peoples is there. Um, I actually invited Sean Brown to come through nice. and enjoy that moment with me. What up, nice. Sean? And Sean, then, what up? Uh, and then I'm in there, and I'm, I'm, you know, what's a, in the green room? You getting lit, nigga? What's in the green room? Like all in the green room. Although I should have, should have snuck something in. Right, a little flash. I gotta get my writer yeah. here. Like, I know these rappers look listen. like all red jelly beans. Yeah, and shit like listen, they get real. I've seen. I can share. Writer. I can share some writers. That's <laughs> real exotic. It was just nothing but fruit and veggies and shit. <laughs> yeah, right? Fruit and veggies. <laughs> and then, um, so yeah, so I'm in the dressing room and I'm super anxious. There's two people from Nike in there. They're taking photos. They want me to sit here, sit there, just to get a good angle of the shoe. So right after I go on the show live. Um, they can post these photos on social media and get the hype to, to yep. go crazy. Yep. Um, so yeah, so we do that. I go and do the show it airs um, that night. My phone is absolutely lit. I mean, it's Fallon, be like it's Jimmy it's Fallon. Fallon. It's a big deal, man. And the fact that he and it's funny because it kind of put it all in perspective right at the end of the segment when he says right after we show the clip uh, of the documentary and the clip is my first touchdown as a little league player. And then he comes back from the clip, and he, the first thing he says is, now that little boy has his own shoe. I remember that. And it was like... kind of hit you, right? Yeah, like, oh, it kind of hit me like, whoa. Yeah. Like, that was, that's true. Like, that's really, really true. And, and people don't know behind the scenes how hard we worked for that shoe, how hard we fought and fought and fought for that shoe. Um, not only to get made, but to the rollout, how we wanted it done, how we wanted it to be tasteful. And Nike... Obviously, Nike's at, Nike's at the forefront of doing events and premiering things and how they want the public to view their brand. They, they do it the best, in my opinion. Um, so we just wanted to make sure we got on the same page and we killed it. Um, so we'll talk about the shoe now. But there was a funny... My favorite part of the whole show was when Questlove was giving you, like, the, yo, where are mine, like, look. And Fallon told him, yeah, you'll get yours. You know, he's got a Because you were like, I got a pair for you, too. I got a pair for you, Quest. Yeah, and he was like, yeah, he's got a pair for you in two weeks when they come out. He's got a pair for everyone. Like, he was so quick and witty with that line. The shit was, like, spot on. <laughs> so, the shoe, man. Like, I've been, for those of you that have been listening to you, for the, for the fans out there that have been listening to your show, the Victor Cruz show, and I'm just here. Yeah. Um, and as I'm saying this, he's wearing the shoes and has them up on the table. I'm gonna wear these shoes <laughs> every single day until the leather wears off. You hear me? You hear me? So you've been. So you show me. When did you show me the? You show me the first shoe. We won't even talk about what color it was, but you show me the shoe. You brought it here. Was that like a month ago? Longer than that? It was. Uh, you bought it right from your Nike. It might have been longer than that. It might have been. It was before the right. season. It was still hot. Absolutely, it was. So yeah, it, it had to be July. Actually, I'll tell you when it was. When did we go watch the screening you did of uh, the boxing movie? It was that oh, night. Oh man, that was so it was summertime. July. Yes. We were killing Sean Brown because he had because he had on a flannel. <laughs> was Sean Brown. Now it's October third to be exact. He should be wearing that tonight. He's wearing. He's. All, he, I ain't gonna put him out there. But I, I just met with him a couple of days ago and he, and he had it on. <laughs> But it was good. It was the timing was right. The weather was perfect for it. Sean was rocking the flannel. He was like, yo, the minute it goes yo, anywhere under 84 degrees. Listen to me. He said, the minute I feel the breeze <laughs> off of that Hudson, fam, I'm wearing this flannel. It was 71 degrees. He was so, like, yeah. So it, it must have been like July. Then. It was like late July, I want to say. July, beginning of August. Yeah. So you had brought them in here, and at that point... There wasn't a plan. There was a plan. Trying to figure out the rollout plan, and then kind of all hell broke loose. The shoe kind of leaked, and it was all over the place. Yeah, every almost every colorway leaked, and um, and it's unfortunate. But nothing was confirmed by me. Nothing was confirmed right. by Nike. Right. So for all intents and purposes, it could have been any shoe. Right. Which is why Fallon was so important because that's the first time you spoke on it. I spoke on it and, and and on that platform with Jimmy Fallon, and it was a moment. You know what I mean? And it was a and it was a big moment and. 
Um, the rollout is now happening. We're doing things with different uh, publications, editorial pieces. So hold up, so let's let's back up. Now that we can officially, because I've been begging you to talk about this <laughs> for three shows, and you were like, "Yo, you want to know parts of it?" You're like, "Nope, yeah, nope." Keep it tight. You like the throat slash signal, like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh," like you know. Word. Um, what was this process like? Like, do you go to Nike and tell them you've been, you know, you've been fortunate enough to be um, a partner of, of what I believe is the greatest company in the world, Nike? Um, What's that process like? Because there's a lot of athletes that are signed to Nike. There's a much, 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 much smaller, you know, talent pool that has their own signature shoe. What's that like? Is it like you tell them you want a signature shoe? They tell you like, what's the process like of even agreeing to get a signature shoe? And it's an even smaller pool that has their own shoe in football. In Nike, ah, in, very true. In, in football, in the football, you can probably count on one hand, right? Like, I'm and count on one hand. And on top of that, there's only select few guys that have their own lifestyle shoe in football. Aside I, from a cleat, it's not a cleat. It's, it's not, not on cleat, field. It's not on field. I'm the only person, and I'm thankful to God to be even to even be saying this, but I'm the only NFL football Nike sponsored athlete to have his very first lifestyle shoe. This isn't a shoe to train in, although you can if that's your prerogative, but it's not made to train in. It's made to go to the movies and it's made to take your girl on a date in and look fashionable. It's made to go on the red carpet with. It's made to go out and impress your friends when you go out to the clubs. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. I just thought about something. I'm not even trying to be funny. You just said you're the first football player so just think of all the fucking all the football greats. history all the greats all the Nike I mean the Bo Jacksons all these people of the world you're the first Nike football player to have his own lifestyle shoe 100% that's how, insane how's that happen I was like so did you tell them you wanted a signature I mean everyone wants a signature they tell you like how's that work so we approached them and uh, we told them as a, as a part of our new we, it was time to renew our, my Nike contract. And we said to them that Victor has been influential in the fashion world. He's been influential in the sneaker culture above and beyond the norm. And they said that he is deserved. They felt like I was deserved of a signature shoe. And Nike agreed. And this was two years ago. This was two a, years ago. You two started years ago, we started having this conversation. It took a year for them to agree, and then, um, and then right after that year, we started to begin the process of designing the shoe, where it comes from. I went in there. I had an hour and a half meeting with them in Oregon about my favorite shoes, what shoe I wanted it to be like, what what other shoes that I love. And this what is a year and a half ago? This is a year and a half ago oh, we're having this okay. conversation. Sit down and tell them everything. So who is it? Is it like you and designers? It's myself. It's... Some, someone from your team? Someone from my team. My whole team is there. Yep, okay. Cliff King is there. Cliff, what up, Cliff? Cliff King is there at Nike. I rock with Cliff King. That's He'll be here Monday, too. Is he? Yeah. I um, The whole Nike Sportswear team, Gentry's there, Mark Dolce is there, who's no longer... What was Gentry him. wearing when he was there? Um, what was his strip like? Gentry? Had on something similar to a Mob Deep video <laughs> in 1997. Yo, yo, I rock with Gentry, man. Gentry's Gentry an OG so in the game, man. man. Yo, Gentry's shout family. Out, shout out to Gentry. <laughs> so um, you're in this meeting. I'm in this meeting. people. The whole brigade is there. Yep. And they're asking me what sneakers I love, what's my inspirations, my grandmother, my grandfather, what they mean to me, my dad, what colors I like. Yeah, Florida's, Florida's running away with this. Wow. It's like 70 yards. And, um... I'm just giving them, I'm pouring it out. I, mind you, I've already jotted all this down on the flight. Um, I've had this in my mind since I was eight years old, <laughs> first and foremost. So I finally got to put it on paper and put hey, it you, all you down. walk in that room, they have all this shit like, hey guys, throw all that shit out. I got some yeah. stuff I want to share yeah. with you. And they go, so what, uh, you know, what's your inspiration? I go, give me one second. <laughs> I open my phone, I go to my notes, I got like two pages of notes. Love it. So I tell them everything, how I'm feeling about how, you know, the shoe is, how it should be ingrained in the Nike culture. That's why you see the Air Trainer 1, uh, the Bo Jackson midsole, because it's, it's ingrained in that football Nike culture. But the upper is all brand new, all premium materials, all things that come from scratch, from my inspiration. And as these colorways start to unfold, you'll see more and more. Of, uh, of how hands-on I was in the process. So let's talk about that for a second. You're not, you know, some of the, neg- and we always keep it 100, you know, there's negative to everything, and I always, 
you know, we always got to figure out what's really valid and what you really want to listen to and what's kind of like just noise. <clears throat> um, and some of the noise or some of the comments when the shoe originally leaked was like, oh, like, it looks like other Nike shoes or you could tell pieces and all that. And what I respected, what you told me was you're not running from that. There's a reason why, you mm-hmm. know, and it's what you just said. It's like, hey, I wanted to include some of that Nike heritage mm-hmm. and remix it. Can you talk about that a little bit? Like you're not running from, you know, to me, it's like Jay giving, you know, quoting a Biggie lyric, right? Exactly. Like, That's exactly what it is. I think the shoe, I wanted the shoe to be ingrained in the Nike culture and, and take bits and pieces of different shoes that I loved. I loved the Dion Primetime shoe when I was younger. So that's why the strap, that's why I put the strap on mine and, the, and I wanted to, I wanted to elevate the strap and make it luxury and make it look good with the material. That's why it's all suede. That's why it's embossed like that. That's why the stitching is like that. That's why when you open the strap, it says dance to greatness on the Velcro. Like mm-hmm. these are different hits that I wanted to ingrain in the Nike culture, even to the lace locks, even to you know, the tongue, how the tongue looks. It says Nike Air on the tongue. That's throwback. That's vintage Nike when it says Nike Air on the tongue. And, and the, even the air bubble is vintage on the side, mm. which everyone thinks it's it's in every shoe, but it's not. Like, these are things that are ingrained in Nike culture that I knew about when I was younger and I wanted to have as a part of my story. You know what I mean? So, um, these are all things that I thought long and hard about and in no way... Um, you know, obviously the fans are going to think what they want to think, but right. in no way was this shoe a derivative of anything else. Right. It wasn't like you were going to, hey, give me that, give me this, give me that. Yeah, cool. Yeah, no, know, no. You know, it was all October, inspiration yep. and then through the design process. To be honest, the initial design was actually a high top. Oh. The initial design we should, we was should. a high top. I don't have that sketch. We should get those sketches. Um, but I have, the, I have the first sketch of the shoe, though. So how's it work? Like, you, you have this meeting, right? Mm-hmm. Um... You kind of give them, you pour out, wow, it's 19 nothing Florida. Holy yeah, shit. it's ugly. Um, you, you, you pour out your heart in terms of your ideas and what your inspirations and, and when do you see it? Do you see that first in a sketch? Do you see a shoe? Like, what's the first time, when's the first time you see it or when was the first time you saw, like, that first stab at that? And what was that moment like? So this was dope. So we were, uh, I got the opportunity to see the first rendering on screen um, of my shoe, it was different colorways and everything of my shoe on on the laptop in Paris during Fashion Week a year and a half ago. So, uh, so you're, you're in Paris. <laughs> you're gonna stop styling. Out <laughs> so you're in Paris. <clears throat> you're in Paris for Fashion Week, mm-hmm. and you Facetime. You get an email. What happens? No, they're there. So, oh, so, so Nike teams there so in Paris. Nike of course they are. Yes, of course. Tra- T and E, baby, travel and expense budget. So <laughs> So the thing was, they were actually in town because uh, Pigal was releasing their Nike Air Raids in two Steph, different colors. Steph and Sharaf, what up, brothers? Yeah, Steph, what up, Good man. dudes. And um, so they happened to be in town for that, and it was like, yo, let's link for a meeting. We got some stuff to show you, Love it. and we want your feedback. Love it. So I was gassed. Like, this is like my <laughs> first shoe. I'm good to see it. Like, they actually have something for me. So they're walking me through a deck. They have the whole deck planned for me. They're walking me through it. And then they get and to, you're just anti like I'm just like no, just get to the shoe so I'm like <laughs> let's just get to the shoe just fast forward the shit and let's get to the shoe <laughs> so boom we get to the shoe and I'm looking at it and I'm I love it initially they had me they had three different renderings okay. three different styles not three different colors three different styles three different styles okay okay um and I chose one and I was like that's the one. And then I was like, well, you know, the, shout out to Nike because they gave me free range to literally do like not whatever I wanted, but the changes that I wanted made, they, they did it. Oh, and, that's dope. And we were, it was very much give and take. And they did some things and I did some things. So it was very much a team effort. It was not like a hierarchy, like this is what it's going to be. This is how we want it. We're going to make it. Pick the color, fam. Yeah. So <laughs> the first rendering was a high top. I told them to lower it, make it a mid. And add this, that, and the third. I wanted it to be the first lifestyle shoe with two straps on it. There's a strap in the front, a half strap in the back. Yep. So, like, there's different things in the shoe that I wanted it to be. And, and, and they did it, man. And they, they were excited about it. And they loved it. And then they came to me. The final, you know, when I got the first sample, it was this terrible, terrible blue color um, that I have. I actually have photos of. I found them the other day. And, um... And now what we've progressed to has just been it's been really sick. When was the first actual sample sample you saw and like in person and touched and put on your foot? The first sample that I saw 
was obviously sample size is a size nine. And yep. unfortunately, I am not you're sample in, size. You're in a, do we share your shoe size? Um, I am a size 11. You're 11, yes. yes Conven- conveniently, <laughs> my size. <laughs> size 11. <laughs> so, you know. So, so you didn't try it on. So someone on your team tried it on. Yes. So someone, actually, funny story is uh, Mark Dolce, who unfortunately is no longer with the brand. Dolce, Dolce is a G. Um, he came to the Giants facility. Okay. And we went upstairs. They gave us a little room upstairs so we can talk. And he walks me through it. And then he whips out the first sample of my shoe out of his book bag and sits it on the table. And I'm looking like, wow. Well, your teammates, did they know what was going on? I was they like, no Odell or anyone like, I need in on this? Just okay. me, Mark Oche, and two people from Nike Sportswear that were with him. Okay. Those the only people that he came with. Dope. And then immediately he pulls out the shoe and I look at it. And we start making changes. He starts putting scotch tape on it so we can literally, mm. literally scotch tape the entire shoe so I can draw on it. And make so your it notes and all that are literally on the shoe? Literally, like, I'm circling the bottom of the shoe. We need to make this lower. Let's put the toe box down. Uh, Let's dope. perforate this part. Like, So I'm telling him all these things, how I wanted it to be done. And, um, and they made it happen. So that was the first time I got to see the shoe and what it would potentially look like. And then how soon after that are you seeing, like, the next version? Like, is it a month, three months, six? So it took about three months. Okay. It took about three months to Longest make the Longest three months of your oh, life. Oh, man. I tried to forget about it. Like, you know what? I'm not even going to think about it because it's going to just kill me. So three months. And then um, I believe that is when Gentry came to my home. Mm-hmm. Came to my home and he has the shoe. He, he has. A, he always travels. If anybody knows Gentry, when he makes uh, you know trips across the world, he travels with a whole luggage full of shoes, <laughs> upcoming shoes, new shoes, old school, shoes old that shoes. ain't dropping yet until like shoes that'll never drop. Shoes that might never drop. Yep. He's got yep. a whole knapsack yep. full of joints. Yep. So he comes through with a whole knapsack and he has my. He has three versions of my shoe. And he comes in and he shows them all to me. And I'm just gawking at this one shoe because they, one of the final renderings that they made was the the uh, molding on the side of the okay. shoe, which came, that. Yep. that was the very last piece of the puzzle. And at this point, do, are you seeing <clears throat> some of the notes and comments you made in the shoe? Are you seeing them come to life in this yes. newer sample? Absolutely. We wanted to bring the toe box down. We wanted to bring the lace, the laces down. We wanted to make the materials very, very premium in terms of what materials we use. So that first sample was a premium, premium sample. And um, and we, you know, Gentry put it on because he's a size nine and on foot it just looked really, really crazy and really, really sick, man. And it was, uh, so after that is when we started to talk about colorways. So colorways came next. Very important conversation, very, very man. important conversation. So they came to me with these specific colorways. We had seven colorways lined up. Obviously, these all had to get approved by whatever the Nike hierarchy is and some of my favorite shoes that were, you know, part of the seven colorway lineup had to get uh, had to get denied because of certain integral business things. But we came up with the colorways, concise four colorways that we feel like are four pillars and four strong stories that I can tell with these colorways. And I'm excited to uh, to for the fans and the people to find those colorways once they start to drop. What was it like when you saw the actual, <clears throat> this is it, it's the final, your labor of love. Like, what was that like process like? Are you at Nike in a meeting or did they come to you and like, did you open the box yourself? Like, what's that like? I mean, it had to be a fucking yeah, moment. Yeah, it was definitely a moment. <laughs> it was, uh, it was at Nike. I was up in Oregon. Cause let me, tell I know what I feel like, like when I Nike ID'd a pair of shoes, <laughs> right? And I was thirsty, like, oh, I'm gonna kill him with this. I can't wait. Like, I can't even fathom what it was like for you to know you're going to this meeting to actually see your shoe. Exactly. What so, was that like? Where was that? What was it like? So I was up in Oregon. I happened to be in LA for a couple of days. This is during the off season. Um, so I happened to be in LA and then we just took a short flight over to Oregon and we're having a meeting and you know, they're walking me through the deck. Obviously Nike always has the presentation is always right. The deck is always lit. Always, always lifting. Might throw a video time. or two up in there. It's one thing about Nike. Listen, man. They get that, that right. PowerPoint is gonna be a big shot. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> so they got all kinds of gifts of me dancing and all types of joints up there. So at the end of it, they uh they they just whip out the box and they have my whole Nike box and literally you know, the sneakers, everything, this, don't get me wrong, to have my own shoe is the best thing I ever could have dreamed of. 
But the actual Nike box says Nike Air Trainer Cruise. Wow. On the box. Wow. And there's nothing like going through your door thing like, oh, let me rock. I think I'm going to rock the cruises today. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that was the part that wow. really tripped me out. But I opened the box. They were my size. I put them on, swagged them out. They look perfect. Like, they go sit well with jeans. They sit well. Like, I just knew, like, we struck gold with this one. You know what I mean? So... So I was happy about that, and then um, and then that's when they presented all the other colorways to me. Mm. So I'm seeing the first shoe, and I'm like, oh snap, you got them in all these colorways too. So I'm trying those on, and then uh, and then shortly they send all of the colorways over to my home. So I own every colorway. So, so I was just gonna say this. So I may or may not have seen mm-hmm. um, all of the colorways. Okay. I told you I was actually with LeBron when you sent yes. the video, yes. and all he responded was like. Size 15. <laughs> <laughs> of course he did. That's all LJ responded. Oh, of course he did. Um, can you wear, like, those colors, whatever you want? Like, what's, what's, because I know that's got to be killing you, too. Like, it is. Now, so now that I can wear them, now okay. I was like, can I wear all of them? Right. Can you wear all of them or just the color where you have, because he's, I don't, I think we talked about it. He has on, we can say wheat, right? Mm-hmm. He has on the wheat pair. Right now, which I don't think he's taken them off since he put them on, so he might have slept in them since after the, Fallon. Since the Fallon show, <laughs> I have I, I bathed in them, <laughs> I've watered the grass in them. I've been in these joints. So, can you wear all the colors now, or no? I actually don't know. To be honest with you, I, I have to ask. But then I'm thinking, do I ask? Yeah. Because then they're going to hinder. Should I just wear them? Take the slap on the wrist, man. <laughs> so that, my bad. I didn't know. Um, but yeah, so we'll see. So, I mean, look, man. You know, we're going to wrap up soon. But, like, I've had the pleasure. And we'll talk about this next show. We'll probably actually, you know, obviously it's your show. I'm just here. We'll, we'll figure out what you want to do. But I think the next show should potentially be about just about your documentary. There's so much to cover there. I had the pleasure of seeing the documentary already, and it's wow. I'm just going to say that. Um, but the reason I brought the documentary up is like a kid, like, and I obviously, you're my brother. I don't mean any dis- disrespect by this, but a regular kid from a regular neighborhood, you know, regular upbringing, mm-hmm. same struggles everyone else had, you know, um, you know, not not your typical path. It's been well documented. You know, not your typical path of like, you know, number one player in the country who goes to Notre Dame or goes to Alabama and is drafted in the first round. Mm-hmm. You know, not your typical path. And to think like how it started and where it started, and for us to be having a conversation about you on Fallon last night discussing your signature shoe has that shit hit you? Like, has it hit you? Yeah, like, yo, it's. It hasn't settled in just yet. I mean, there's stages, right? So when it's getting made, the first sample, I'm like, yo, I can't believe this is really happening. And then when I get the, the colorways and I get put it on and I get on fast. So there's all these different stages, right? But last night, being on Fallon, debuting the shoe, Fallon getting a pair, putting them on his feet, um, the, 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 it's it's surreal, man. And I, it hasn't set in for me just yet. I'm still going through the motions. I'm still kind of sullied by you know not being able to play not being able to be on the field so that kind of combats the feeling Mm -hmm. that you know what I mean of being super excited about it um but it's a dream come true don't get me wrong it's 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 something that the kids of Patterson New Jersey can look up on their tv screens on their instagram accounts when they see me on, on you know on my page with my sneakers on that they can look up and say, I can do that too. I can be that guy too. I can be Victor Cruz. I want to be Victor Cruz because he walked these same streets that I walked, faced these same problems that I faced, and he made it out the other end, and he's doing everything he wanted to do in his life. And I want to be Victor Cruz. You know what I mean? And, and, and what I love about that is even, you know, we talk daily just about, like, you know, the good shit, the struggles, the disappointments of not playing all that. And for me, I you know, our conversations are always very honest ones, and it's like... You know, this shit isn't perfect. It's not an easy road. And I love that part of the journey for you because mm-hmm. these kids, no doubt, are going to go through struggles. They're going to, you know, shit isn't going to be perfect for them. They're going to hit, you know, bumps in the road. And, you know, you're a living example of that. Like, shit hasn't gone perfect for you. It's gone great. You've had really, really high highs mm-hmm. and some low lows, and you've, you haven't changed being the person you are and all of that. So um, 
I can't wait. You're probably the only person more than I am. I can't wait for you to get back on the field and, and, and if nothing else, to be doing what you truly love to do. I can't wait. For, wait, when do I get my pair of the shoes? So we'll talk about that off offline. No, I just like to have like public record. Like I just like to have like our <laughs> listeners to be able to like. I think, uh, I think we'll talk about it offline. <laughs> <laughs> um, when the, when's the shoe officially? Can we talk? When's the shoe officially in stores? The, fish, the shoe is officially in stores on November twentieth. November twentieth. Um, do we know what stores? Like, is it going to be? Um, not yet. That's still pending. Okay, but okay. they will be in Kiff. Okay, Kiff. Shout out to Ronnie as well as Brooklyn. Okay, there will be an event at Kiff. Oh, Brooklyn. dope. Okay. Um, the, the details of that are still getting hashed out. Foot Locker will definitely get them. Okay. Select Foot Lockers though, not everywhere. Love it. Um, so this is at least going to be It's not going to be a free for all where it's at Walmart But no. uh, but people are going to have a chance to get this Absolutely, I love there's going to be plenty of There's not a hundred pairs of these and no. it's not yes, Okay, dope Absolutely. Maybe we'll do something on, um, as we get closer to the launch On mm-hmm. um, You know, I don't know, we'll take questions Or someone on social or whatever and see Maybe we'll even give away an invite or two to like Your event at Kith I'm with that right? yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't know, in closing, what? Anything, else? anything for your fans? Anything you want to you know, say that you have a lot of listeners out there. I think there. I'm good, man. I think I'm, I'm, I'm just know that I'm the anxiety to get back on that field is very, very real. The diligence and the rehab process is very, very real. I will be out there. Do not count me out. I, I am. Hopefully I'll be out there in a chance for my team to propel them to the playoffs, to propel them to that next level. So I can hoist another Lombardi trophy with my guys. Um, so I'm excited about that opportunity, but I will be back out there. I will be helping my team out at some point. I just got to get my body back to 100%. And continue to follow Rolling With The Winners on Instagram. Continue to follow Winner Circle Media. Continue yes, to follow the Victor Cruz show because PR is simply just here. <laughs> He's not really a part of the show. He just happens to be here every time I'm recording. He's just here, man. And we yeah. all have roles to play, man. Listen, <laughs> listen. He's out there, you know, doing the sauce on the end zone. Linemen are blocking for that to happen. Listen, we all have roles to play, man. Absolutely. Yo, so another great show. We're out of here um, until the next one. And I think, um, you know, next show should be an update. And hopefully it's one where we're talking about you, you know, putting on the cleats for the first time officially. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of good things happening. Like I said, man, we, we've talked about a lot of stuff here. Um, and fans, I know you guys are really dying to have him out on the field. But I can assure you, my word as a man, no person on God's green earth wants to be out on that field more than he does. So... You know, sorry he's hurting your fantasy team for a couple more <laughs> Don't weeks. Don't start that. Shit. <laughs> you know, but Don't uh, start that shit. but um, nah, we're here, man. So a lot of great things happening. Um, you know, and and as I always, think, we'll I, push I, forward. I think as as the the lead of this show, obviously the Victor. Cruz it is show, your show. I think it's time. I think it's time we have a guest. Right? Wow, I like that. I think it's time we have a guest. I think about it. The next time we add we air this show, uh, there will be a guest. Um, and it'll be a special guest. So I like right. it. I'm not going to ruin it. I think we kind of already got him on the table. We just got to get the scheduling right. I'm with it. And, uh, and he'll be here. So. Maybe you'll let me know who it is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, when fair. we discuss. Oh, after we discuss, like, my pair. When we You sure you don't want to talk about that now? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> yo, I'm, sure. I, yo, I'm signing out. PR, man. I'm just here. Vic, it's your show. Take us home. <laughs> yo, thank you for tuning into the Victor Cruz Show. Uh, we appreciate y'all. Catch y'all next time. Peace. Peace. Napa know-how. Napa guy knows not to judge a man by his car's multicolored paint job or absence of modern gadgetry. Who cares if it's technically old enough to vote and the windows are powered by the strength of your left arm? Your monthly payment is zero, and it'll stay that way. Because with over 500,000 parts and a little Napa know-how, you can keep anything on the road. She may not be pretty, but she's all yours. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how.